Hello guys and welcome to Behind the Bunker. It is Monday night. Uh, unfortunately this week we have a few ill uh, cast members. So we are going to unfortunately not have a live show tonight. What we're going to do instead is we have a pre-taped show from uh, a while ago that we're going to play tonight. So uh, we're going to go way back into the archives. So hopefully this is a show that you haven't heard uh, as you know, we've been live for, well, almost 11 years. So we have lots of shows to choose from. I'm going to go back into our archives, pull one out, and play it for you here tonight. So join us. Uh, we're probably going to be watching anyways in the live chat. We're just not up for being in front of a camera doing a live show tonight. So once again, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you guys in the live chat. Sure. I want to hear about the meats. <laughs> Hello, uh, guys. Talk Welcome about me, behind me, my the meat bunker. Show. It is Monday night, and guess what? The gang is back. And uh, yeah, I have back. I have Joe, Gavin, and Josh tonight. So uh, let's see who's first. Josh, welcome. This is a me in my tiger stripe buddy. <laughs> this probably is the last time for quite a few months because it is actually sadly too warm to wear tiger stripe hoodies. See, what I did was I cut the back out of my Tiger Strap hoodie so I can wear it and be ventilated. Oh, <laughs> and, I, and I put speed holes in the underarms. Mm. Yeah. And then we have uh, Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Greetings and uh, thanks for tuning in tonight. I'm wearing a hoodie because it's like a meat locker in here. I wore a t-shirt here and I put my hoodie on because I was chilly. So, so there. Hey, everybody hey. says George. Hey. Oh, I, my... Facebook hasn't refreshed. So I Jeff Thompson says, how's the connection tonight, boys? Well, you're here, so <laughs> not so good. Uh, Gavin Sharma is here. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries, and I'm so grateful that you've joined us on a Monday night at 8.05-ish. And so far, the bandwidth is thumbs up. Uh, I said that word out loud, and hopefully it's not like Beetlejuice where it'll show up and destroy the show. Uh, leave that to me, folks. Leave that to me to destroy the show. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you hit that like, share, and tag a friend or three. Full house, full program. We're, we're grateful that you're here. Strap in. Nice to see Keith Kissel in the live chat. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is 8.05 proper time. It's not 3 p.m. somewhere five. else. Think, it's I, not I 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Uh, <laughs> California time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, nice to see everybody. Charles Holt and everyone else in the live chat. Zane Smith. Look at that. Zane Smith says, still waiting for the BTB syndicated shows. They're coming. Yeah, uh, for anybody wondering, we've actually switched back to dial-up, but because <laughs> yes. we're the only ones on here, we got a rock-steady connection. Um, look forward to, uh, I, I don't want to give away the cat out of the bag, but maybe some syndication, maybe some Peacock. We'll see. Huh? I gave up on Hulu. I think we might be on the streaming on the Peacock. You like, sir, you like the cock, don't you? <laughs> if they're going to pay for syndication, I sure do. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, I have Why? some exciting news well, you tonight. You give me a hard time for saying shit, and then Gavin says that. And a, we're, we're, we're talking, talking peacock. Fowl, like peafowl. But he prefers the male oh. version of the peacock. Oh. It's all about the cock. <laughs> what is your preferred length? 14 inches? 14 inch. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's finally going to happen tonight. Um... After years and years it in the making. It has been years. 
I have both Josh and Josh Kraut in the same room at the same it time. It exists. Look, it exists. Like I'm touching it, holding it. This is it right here. No, I Why will, is it so warm? I will say. Is I've it been in your pocket? On, no, is it supposed to be on. refrigerated? You said I could hatch it, right? <laughs> you should have said, yeah, it had been refrigerated. It's been sitting in the studio for like a week. <laughs> I just said it's Kraut night in Canada, but you know They're what? It is Kraut night. It's the day before D-Day, the anniversary uh, of D-Day. So it is Kraut night. They're probably eating this with sausages. They were. Thinking everything was all hunky-dory. Yeah. They're getting ready for the invasion. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, yeah, hello. Uh, yeah, nice to see you guys. Uh, nice to see Marcello Costa in the uh, YouTube chat. Nice to see Damian Fowler. He says, good evening, everyone. Joker from uh, Gator Mail oh. checking in. Are we not um, twitching tonight? No. We're not twitching oh. tonight, unfortunately. We're just making sure we get a show out tonight. All right. <laughs> it's, it's the first thing. Well, I found it on the YouTubes, but I didn't find it on the Twitching. Yeah. Uh, the Twitching happens after the crowd. That's right. Uh, Only because it's not refrigerated. Speaking not of Twitching, Bago Doritos is in the YouTube chat as well. Nice to see you, sir. He's more, fun, he's more Funyuns. He's a Funyun? Well, he bag smells like Funyuns. <laughs> but he's more of a bag of Doritos. Jeez. <laughs> Just kidding. Nacho oh. cheese smell. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we off our most local watcher, <laughs> local and loyal? Lots to get to on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I will tell you something. We posted a uh, a topic for tonight, and it is uh, what do you think is the best ever paintball gun, hands down? And uh, I kind of thought you guys would just skim over it and and not really touch it, but over three hundred and almost three hundred and seventy comments so far. I printed out almost forty sheets of paper. And uh, we're going to go through not everyone, but we'll go through some of the highlights of so some great ones. More tonight. important than anything else, three hundred almost le- legible comments. <laughs> I'm yeah. shocked. Yeah, it was. I, I, it was pretty good. Um, so much so that you can come over to my screen, Matt. Congratulations, behind the bunker paintball podcast, you've earned a spot in the top five percent of rising creators this week. I don't on have your image yet on Facebook. That's pretty good. On uh, Facebook, yep. Should like all of Facebook be there, Matt? Nope. Hmm. Okay, we're gonna well, have one of those nights. Nice while you're searching we? it, uh, thank you, Archie Emmons, for sending 200 uh, stars or whatever the hell it is. And <laughs> Chip says, "I know where you live." Yeah, of course you do. It smells like sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I'm gonna turn my Wi-Fi off, Matt. Maybe you'll. Oh, I thought maybe you were gonna come say better. I'm gonna turn my computer around. <laughs> yeah, can you see it? And Jeff Thompson in the chat says, uh, "Paintball Sports New York, uh, where the WCPL is uh, hosted." Um, they make their own homemade crowd. He's going to bring us back some, but not anymore. <laughs> well, now that we've got proper kraut goo here from Josh, do we really need his? The but gunk, the gunk, gunk house. house, gunk house. You guys will be pleased to note Maybe too. Um, I was uh, garage sailing, and I found a mandolin, so I can actually shred my. Crap. Oh, I thought you meant the instrument. Listen to that mandolin ring. Did find one of those. This too, is the, actually. You know what this is? This is the uh, world's smallest man. Oh, we're not even on TV. <laughs> it's okay. Matt's trying to sort us out. Uh, B MacBook. I'm not getting that option. Okay. No worries. All right. Well, we'll move on. No images tonight. Right now. Uh, right now. Maybe we'll get to it a little later no, on. No, you said it wrong, Matt. It's right now. Hmm. Does the cat chew through the cable? Close your it eyes. Could, you, so you know what? Me. Don't yeah, laugh. It image. could very well have. All right. Well, we have the vault to get to tonight. We have... Um, Kraut, which maybe we'll crack into right after the vault. Yep. And um, we have the topic at hand. We have possibly a team feature tonight if we can get the Ooh. video up and running. And uh, so maybe some prices right to finish off the night. So Ooh. why don't we hit, hit you guys up with uh, from the vault? 
Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment from the vault where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I show you something that's kind of old, something that's kind of neat, and something you may not have seen before. So who knows? Here we go with today's segment of from the vault. Open up the tickle trunk. This is an Eagle bag, so it's pretty vintage. Uh, Eagle was one of the first manufacturers uh, that made tactical gear, but that's not what I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you these this little gem here i'm not sure if any of you have seen it but if you've been playing paintball for a while this goes back to the auto mag mini mag era the early 90s what this is is a filter this will filter your air so you we would use these because there was two grades in the united states not in canada but in the states there's two grades of co2 there's food grade and then there's industrial grade the industrial grade CO2 had, you know, wasn't as clean as the food grade, of course, or the medical grade. So what people would do is they would put one of these filters. This is an inline filter. It would go on your, in between your ASA, your hoses would screw into here, and this would filter the air and take the impurities out so it would not gum up and foul your seals in your mini mag, auto mag, or, you know, any gun like that. So that's kind of cool. Um, Keep in mind that the mini mag was probably one of the first paintball markers that used any kind of steel braided hoses as well. So that's kind of cool. So this is an inline air filter, uh, very common in the early 90s to filter out uh, the impurities from CO2 to make your marker go pew pew still. Anyway, thanks for watching this week's segment of From the Vault. We go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I'll show you something that's kind of crazy. Until next week, pew pew. So what do you think of that, Joe? Skits. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> what did I think of I that? I almost got him. That, Your video? That, what did I think? I thought, I thought my my thought my video was was pretty good. <laughs> Joe Joe wasn't watching his video because Todd was shopping while he was doing it. No, well, I was. Uh, yeah, and normally I try to get Gavin at the beginning of the show, but Matt got Joe in the middle of the show. That was funny. My video is pretty good. Like if you start thinking about you know if you go back. Uh, back to the early days of co2 and stuff when you went from 12 grams 12 gr grams you know every time you pop them you could smell a little bit of oil and a little bit of lubricant going through your gun it smelled like paintball it smelled like paintball but you know with when we sw started switching to co2 particularly in the u.s there was two grades of grades of co2 there was like a an industrial grade and there was also like a food grade or a medical grade and the the commercial grade was was dirty and people would have problems with their guns leaking and stuff because it would build up on the on the cup seals and on the on the seals of stuff so it's kind of cool yeah well that's uh yeah co2 i mean we don't ha like back when co2 and hba came out we were dealing with expansion chambers regulators to get rid of all that volumizers yeah, yeah. anti-siphon anti-siphon yeah. siphon yeah. Keith, yeah. Keith Kissel wanted to know what's the bin on the shelf Meow. to your left. Um, T-shirts, different T-shirts, a lot of prototype, not prototype stuff, but stuff from the early, probably 2000, uh, 2005, 2006, before not only did they do things that were screen printed, but they did a sort of a sewing over like the outline of an autococker, or they had stitching across the logo. This pretty cool stuff, but it's some really early Planet Eclipse stuff. I also have a bin, probably 
of dye shirts as well up Wait. there. I just can't. You know what would be a good idea? Stay tuned for to, more episodes. Yeah, is what Joe's someone created a show that. where they go through this old stuff that, you know, we ah. just see these vintage things from paintball. That if would, only somebody owned all of it. You know what? My wife would be happy if I just dumped it all in a dumpster. But, you know, sadly, I would love to just, here you go, buy it all, somebody. <laughs> My wife would only be happy if I own one shirt, one pair of pants, and one underwear. Well, you can put together mystery boxes. Of random stuff from your garage, uh, like a swag box. A swag box. Yeah, yeah. A um, oh, vintage swag box. There you go. thousand dollars. Oh, people bid on it. Bid What's in the box? <laughs> That's true. You There's know what? I guess I can. Box. I'll pull one of those boxes that bins down, and maybe Milo and Milo Milo can video me, and I'll pull out a couple shirts and stuff. See what's in it. Milo's going to video you pulling off a couple shirts. <laughs> yeah, like a strip. Like oh, a strip. There's no roosters in that one. I'm your private dancer. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> she died. <laughs> but that was pretty good, Gavin. Um, email came in from a, a fellow named Daniel Savage. He says, "Afternoon. I was scrolling through Facebook and noticed this ad for uh, Camo Hey Dudes, and they have Tiger Stripe." I know. Uh, here, I'll give you the image. Sorry. I know it's not a croc, but I think that hey dudes give give uh, crocs a run for their money in comfort and style. Keep up the good work. Love the show, Dan. Those are kind of I think wear those. far better than crocs. And I can wear it on ye old yacht when I go for a three hour tour. Look at that. What are they called? Hey dudes. Yes. Let me Google yeah. that now. Yeah. I'm usually right now. All right, thanks, thanks Daniel. Daniel. We just lost three of the four <laughs> yep. commentators. I am officially distracted. I just hashtagged it. Gavin will tell me about it. I don't. Oh, I, they sell them in Amazon. Who? Uh, Amazon.ca or? No, are you? Well, they sell them here, like yeah. Softmock and nice. Softmock has them. Yeah. Oh, they got other ones too. Uh, yeah. Other types of um, camo. They're technically they loafers. I could wear. Do you those. see what you did, Todd? Do you see what you did? <laughs> You, you did I it hear yourself. a lot of shopping cart. This is butter <laughs> dings going on right now. Add to cart. I was just uh, about okay. to buy myself Matt, some Dan new Birkenstocks. Says so there's I think an I'll echo. Instead, could there be an echo on the cell that you just took on? It's possible. I okay. I only well have... double check it right now because I do want to let people know about Fold a Gap happening on November, November 3rd, 3rd to 5th. If you guys have, have never played a Fold a Gap, you definitely need to. Uh-huh. And if you uh, have never. I just said it. <laughs> I think I just, I just said, said it twice. twice. Uh, Echo Sorry. on switching screens, if that helps, Matt. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I think it's just when we're on this one. one. You, you might have to mute whatever I did. On. Perfect. So, so is it better, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, thank you, Brian Foster and uh, Mike Wolfkiss Dotton. Not sure that's his legal name. All right. Well, why don't we move on? We have, uh, you know what? Before we do anything else, can we, um, Josh, how are your muscles right now? Do you think that you could make a cracking sound of uh, tin coming off the surface of a glass mason jar? <laughs> that was actually pretty good. I brought plates and I brought oh, I brought stuff. Oh no way! What's wrong? What? I found gooder than those hey dudes. Check these things out. Look, they got the Marsock logo in the inside. Where'd you get those? The, I don't know. I found them on Google. Uh, hold it up higher. Show. Show. <laughs> Did it come through? Uh, the military assistance command Vietnam. Okay. Nice. That's cool. Send okay. it to Gavin so he can buy them for us. <laughs> and core two tiger stripe shoes. What? I apologize, ladies and gentlemen at home. I have lost complete control. This is yeah. you. This is your fault. George, everyone says echo when there's pictures up. You know what yeah. happened when you got on this train. 
train, train. Beating I'm going to buy these 40, instead. 480. Oh, they're $120. Ooh. They're not good. Yeah. No Victos. They do look cool, but not for $100. I, uh, who was it? Alta, Altama posted oh. a couple shoe designs yeah. I, I commented on. Those were really cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we get to some content then? Um, while we're doing that, let's get to tonight's topic at hand. Let's do that. And uh, we're going to watch you guys in the... L- Yep, I would like to once you once you're ready to go there. I'm good to go. Um, and then, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch you guys in the live comments. If you have uh, a comment on tonight's topic, which is what is the best paintball gun of all times, and I'm not talking most popular. I'm not talking, you know. I just want to know what you think was the best gun of all time. And I've had I've had paintball guns that were fantastic that may not make your list. I also had guns that. We're crap that unfortunately made this list, and we're going to point you out as soon as we see them, ladies and gentlemen, but Evil Omen should not make this list unless you're being sarcastic. Uh, but unfortunately, it was more than just one. I think it was at least in here two or three times. It's um, probably one of the most talked about paintball markers in the world, but it's not necessarily the most functional. Yeah. I'm going to give you the first one, then we can all start. Eric Engler says autococker. Anything autococker. Uh, not auto mag. Now, I might be paraphrasing. I might be paraphrasing. He's lost a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Brian Foster wants to know what's the equivalent of Hey Dudes? Are they Hey Pews? Possibly. Um, if you said anything besides autococker, you're wrong, says Jason Smith. Um, what about Daniel Zedrowski? I've had my original 98 custom for almost 20 years. It's never broke down. Taylor Melnick and Marco Salvatera agree with the 98. So Mike Wolfkist says uh, Bushmaster's got a special place in his heart. First gun used. That's yeah, what I, I, that's, that. I said my Bushmaster yeah. point, man, was probably hands down. Thomas Burke says... My mag was awesome this weekend. Excellent. <laughs> My mag. Uh, Brian Cole says, I'm going to nominate the M170R. Get all the perks of the Ether 3 but with a metal body. Who is that? Brian Cole. I am going to stand behind, behind Brian Cole on that one. Good job. Uh, Kevin in the live YouTube chat says, uh, Angel. Andrew Olin Shellen says, uh, F. F- Excuse me, SFT Shocker. I would really? disagree. I had, one, I had one person say that too on machines. Okay, anybody that doesn't, anybody that agrees with him, SFT Shocker, best gun ever. Yeah, I just saw Tumbleweed will blow through. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We we never had much luck with those in our area, but um, Terry, I, like, Terry, I like Shockers. Oh Terry, wait, <laughs> Terry Lee said Emac or get aft. Change the entire modern game. We're not get, talking. Get we're, we're not talking about nostalgia. Well, you know what? Get after everyone. Charles so, Holton says Bud or garage guns. Yep. <laughs> Bro Scribner says KP3 rifle. I I would put that high on the list. I just don't know that it would be on the top of the list. What about but the well the K, if you're going KP3 rifle, then you could talk PGP or PMI one. They're, yeah. They yeah. certainly made. They made you know leaps and bounds, and they were really the second, the second gun out after the Nell Spot 007. Uh, RJ1K Paintball says Planet Eclipse Geo Three. <laughs> I still think my favorite gun is the M170R, and yeah, well, I think that's 
But for that, that's still my favorite planet gun. I, well, I, Dale yeah. uh, Leneve, I would agree with you. He says best in performance wise is the Eclipse One Seventy R, and yeah. most iconic is the Kaka. Can, can we? I appreciate everyone that says Model Ninety Eight. Yeah, we'll have a discussion about that later, but we'll ignore all of those because it's it's the most common. Uh, quite our common post we've had. I today. counted. I had sixteen. Adam says. Did you? Yeah. Greetings. It is I, Adam Lagwanhees. Lagajuaniza, ski. Lag- Let's ask AI. How the to SKI spell is that. silent on the end of that. He says the TM fifteen. TM fifteen is is a workhorse. It 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 definitely had its place I for sure. A, I got a TM seven in on one of my pages. Mike wants to know what our thoughts on an arrow gun are. I don't think I've ever physically shot one. No, no, I don't. I think they're neat looking, and uh, but yeah, I don't think I'd ever play with one. I think it's a niche product, but for those that want it, they love it. And you get the, for sure. You get the massive arms at the end of the day. Of the day. <laughs> yeah, you look like Quagmire after you understand. <laughs> under, I found porn on the internet. Uh, Keith Kissel's in the chat, and he responded in with the nail spots and uh, Slotmaster. Without them, there would be no game. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Von Dresser. So it's 68 auto mag 33 years later and it's still competitive largely unchanged in 25 years mm-hmm. and david campbell doubles down says i still use max mag in tourneys um another another one here uh, chris hartman says that the autococker because it really let people get creative with customization and really helped the market uh, for aftermarket products <clears throat> or parts sorry the uh, um mike i love matt the crypt cannon says aka viking best marker ever owned that's pretty awesome <laughs> the viking <laughs> James Williams, a friend of the show, says, I shot a lot of markers over the years, but I got to go with my 2K Angel Fade or my Dark Angel for semis. And a CCM uh, S6 for a pump. Was the Viking Dark Angels? Was that Scandinavian made or who made the Viking? Ha ha ha. That was a very (laughs) Scandinavian laugh, too. How dare you? We went to Ikea this week because my daughter needed some bedding. It's pronounced Ica. Yes, it, you're right. It is. And we made a game of being able to try to find words we could actually pronounce of products, and it was very, very difficult. Sven. Oh, Adam It's says, even more fun when you realize, like, in Swedish, it's, like, completely not what you think it is. Yeah. Um, Adam says EMF 100 yeah. is easily the best <laughs> marker for Woods Ball now, although everyone... That, what did you, you really look up to check the sign? Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, I, well, he said EMF 100, and I just wanted to make sure it was EMF 100. That's the uh, S63 barrel system with it, right? <laughs> it is, uh, yes. Well, I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to butcher it. Yeah. Butcher it. Um, um, go ahead. I got one from uh, Matthew Schaefer I haven't heard yet. The DM4. It changed the game forever. It did. I said that. It did. Um, Chris Milling says the machine vapor when it worked with three smile emojis. Well, Max yeah. Salazar says evil omen when it worked. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that they ever did. That is I, a funny. I, those are fighting words. I, I don't think the evil words. omen was ever te- like, you know how the tip and model 98s were aired up and fired before they were sent out. I don't think the evil omens were fired and sent out. <laughs> I, I see the guy in the test lab screwing the tank on just hearing yeah. <laughs> going, yeah, that's close enough. Do you remember being at Tipman and they ha- they shot every 98 that came off the line, had a handful of balls put through it, and they had this big... God, that would have been painful. A big tube, 
and they just shot into this and they chronographed every single 98 that came off the line. You know what my favorite was? The 68 Automag used to come with, wrapped around the grip, was a printout piece of paper where they clearly shot three shots and put the chronograph numbers on each one of those. Yeah. Back to Tipman, I was more impressed with the guy who was just lubing the O-rings. That was his job. <laughs> what about the poor sap that worked in the paint grenade uh, bunker? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was actually, that's a manual job. If you you guys have ever had like a grenade, uh, what were they called? Bunker busters Bunk- or uh, squad busters. Squad, squad busters. busters yeah. So any of the paint uh, grenades that were in rubber tubes under pressure, that physically is a manual job that someone went in and they had like a blast room and they had like a full suit in case it... They didn't put the ball bearings in them or whatever it is properly, and I just thought they were airsoft BBs. Uh, they well, I think they, they were little metal ball bearings. I always thought, but I don't know for sure. And then they just bend it over and put an elastic yeah. on. But if you don't put the elastic on properly and you lose what, control, no ding on that. <laughs> oh, bend it over. I can't true. ding my own myself. You can. You can self. Well, not when people are around. It's much safer to self ding. <laughs> it is. I think Brian Foster's comment. What would? What fav- what would a favorite marker be named if it were sold at IKEA? Flingin' de Payton. <laughs> Flingin' Payton. <laughs> Pump and shootin'. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I got one here from Justin Spaulding. I don't think I've ever actually heard of this. My first marker was a Winchester Sedona. Win- oh, Winchesters. But- Winchester, those those gray paintball guns with the quick plastic. Yeah, yeah they, they were spider clones, weren't they? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Well, the Winchester was its own. Oh. <laughs> it was like a Black Max and Those Winchester were, were were sort of the same thing. Uh, uh, Jeff Knapp says the ego. Nothing compares to you. Kev Jumba says it. Geo 3, pardon me. Uh, Chris Pinchbeck says an E-bladed cocker, Timmy, and a NYX Matrix. Timmy. Timmy. Hmm. Timmy. Uh... Keith Kissel, the Bidet 2000. I don't understand the reference. I buy and build both. toilet. No, I realize, but are we still on Ikea Ikea guns? Um, Miguel Penball, uh, not Pinball, Penball, uh, Die NT, Richard W. Avery, the EMF 100. Oh! Oh, unbelievable. Curtis says the Alpha Black. I made mine into a sniper rifle. What's the alpha? Uh, the Tipman Alpha Black. Okay, gotcha, I, gotcha. I'm gonna rudely say I disagree. I I think there was some better guns out there. I'm sure he did a great job and it worked well, but uh, the Alpha Black was really a sort of a 98. Wasn't a 98 clone? Almost Chronosy, sort of, yeah, wasn't it? Chronosy, but it was just still had 98 internals. It just had more screws and stuff. I think it just. I think you can lump it into the 98 scheme. Mark. Oh, I, I got one. Yeah, Swedish. Bill Tidskrift. It's Otto Megan, Swedish. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Mark Vargas says uh, uh, Brass Eagle Nightmare was his first gun. They never worked. Yeah. Or if you're Swedish, Mardrum. Mardrum. Elder Eldridge says any CCM. <laughs> Elder? I think he's a Mormon. Elder. It's pronounced Mormon, isn't it? Russell Lemur, uh, Tiberius, Robert Vargas again, Eclipses. I got Matt yeah. to laughter in the show. <laughs> uh, 
good. Yeah. Mike Bar- Bruno says the best gun ever made is anything he's touched. Yeah. My impulse that I could mod like Honda Civic really made my dream. <laughs> I loved it back then, says Simon Collin. Yeah, the impulse almost had as many widgets and gizmos than an autococker because you could have almost again you'd start with a tank with an anti-siphon you'd put a sidewinder reg in you'd put oh, a volumizer on the front you put a max flow on what else would you do tapeworm tapeworm thank you i couldn't think of that and what was that what, that was just something that screwed in on the front that had a longer hose right longer hoose i think so i think, I think right. so yeah where yeah. you get them from drinking the water in mexico too that's Montezuma's Revenge. A little bit different. Uh, Gary Bula says, a VM68. Uh, that was a poor design. We're gonna, okay, we're going to go around the horn in a few minutes, so keep thinking about it in the back of your mind, but one gun. One gun that is the best ever. Think So think about it. Um, yeah. I put a lot of thought into my answer of the question. Would you like to go to Joe now? <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, yeah. Were you on the I toilet you, when you, you did it? I thought you're keeping the sheets. So you can I count. was, but Gavin was folding them, and I crumpled two, and oh, I'm like, shit, I'm sorry. I just forgot. Why no, it's fine. Them? I'll go through it. For Christmas counting, presents? Counting the number of No, I was going to do some stats, but to be honest, oh, you, I think shit. I'm okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we have a record on the, spread on the again, interwebs. Spread them again, jackass. <laughs> Yes, get the intern. To I don't it. know if I have your toner budget, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dustin Schnitzelholst, the Gog enemy. Gog enemy. I don't know. Oh, okay, I don't, I don't know if he's messing with know. us. They, they didn't work all the time. I hope he is. I think he is. Oh, Dustin. Nobody said the axe, eh? Brian, no, I had a couple for axe. There were some Did axes. You? I didn't have any on my sheet. I don't know if anyone said Brian Foster's comment, but he says tapeworms will get you skinny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, A5 with E-Blade triggers is Brian Foster. I would put that in my top 20 for sure. A5 has a special place. Like, Model 98 and A5 were workhorses, and they were some of the best quality guns back in the day. They were actually made in the USA in Fort Wayne, Indiana. But he said the E-Trigger, right? Yeah. That kind of didn't work. There was one that had... uh, was it the response trigger that was pneumatic? No, yes. the response trigger. The pneumatic one was ridiculous. It you worked. Could get the trigger to bounce yeah. out of your uh, finger. It was you better be using HPA because it yeah. sucked a lot of oh, CO2. Yeah. Liquid. But also, oh, you'd freeze it. Up, you'd yeah. freeze the marker. You'd too. also chop the paint. Like it, oh, yeah. it worked really well. Well, you had to have a force-fed hopper in order to use it. Right yeah, now. and it worked yeah. really well, like as far as mechanically. Yeah. But it was feeding sometimes too fast and too sputtery for paint to actually get through it. Yeah, um, you needed a HPA. Kevin's right. Yeah. Wolf said, "Sorry, he's late." Did anyone say the axe? Couple. Uh, we were chatting said, about it. Wolf, you're couple. gonna get the axe if you keep showing up late. This show starts promptly at eight oh whenever. <laughs> uh, it's been mentioned before, but I'll just shout out to uh, Greg Hastings who said the caca. So he's a conquer fan. All right, let's go around the horn. Unless you guys have any more you want to get to on your sheets, I'm, I'll start it off. I know I'm gonna change my mind, but I'm gonna say right now. And I'll defend it. I think the Ether is the best gun because the Ether or the Emac rather, because it has taken the place of a Model 98, but it's way better of a gun. If you put those guns beside each other and shoot them as a rental kid, you'll see that they're more accurate. As a field owner, they're easier to deal with. There's less 
clamshelling and stripping. And I bet you there's going to be more Ethos sold and Emacs sold than any other marker over the next little while anyways. And yes, you could argue, you know, the Geo 3 or, you know, any other gun, but I, that's kind of why I'm deciding that one. Um, best gun ever, like as far as performance and stuff goes, no, but I, I think if you take everything into consideration, that's probably it. But we'll hear from you guys. Gavin, what do you... What do you think? All right, so my first answer will be the EMF 100 with the hopes that Led sends me one directly. <laughs> uh, if he doesn't, then my second one, you know, the gun that was that sold it for me, and I love it, and hopefully I can get it up and running this season, is uh, my Sniper 2. Oh, uh, I used that for so many years. Yep. And it's still Wah. one of my favorite guns. Wah. Yep. Okay, but look at Bud Orr took... Bud Orr was on the West Coast, and he took... As, as paintball moved from the East Coast to the Midwest to the West Coast. West side. West. Budord took took the p- components of the PMI of the Nell spot and came up with the sniper. Way before the autococker was the Budord, was the sniper, the pump version. When he, did the Ranger come out, before or after? The Ranger came out after. Okay. But the sniper, the sniper was the original gun, and he took he took the sniper and made the pneumatics, and it became the autococker. Why I like the sniper two versus the regular sniper was because it was vertical feed versus right feed, so you didn't need an yeah. elbow for it. Yeah, elbow was stupid. The elbow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, what do you say? Just one. Because it just makes it harder. Just for you, like your choice, not like let you know. Well, I know what, what he's going to say what before was the best he says for you. California Magnum. <laughs> that's the best, best paint. paint. That's the yeah. hands down best paint. But for you, ever. sturdy footwear. For you, your your <laughs> Bill, Bill Scribner says the VF Tactical Autococker. I would say VF Tactical is my favorite autococker, but I wouldn't say it's the best. It was a little finicky and a little heavier because it had all the accoutrements on it, but it was. It looked cool. Yeah, I agree. It my favorite, my the coolest. My favorite yeah. autococker was the VF Tactical, but I, I, unless you, you know, got shot in the hooses, because <laughs> yeah, that was a little time consuming. <laughs> I think, you had to buy Q-tips in bulk. Uh, sorry, Joe. Uh, nice to see John Amoda in the live chat as well. Amodea. I, I, I no, I gotta, it's Amoda. <laughs> I think I got. Let's see what it is in I Swedish. I think I need to go with what Todd best. You know. The EMEC is probably going to be the game, the game changer for the field operator. Will probably be the EMEC. Okay, part two of the question. So you you answered the the question, but not mine. For you, what is your? I think your my favorite my favorite paintball gun goes back to my Bushmaster Point Man. I think, there you go. although trying to, I can still use it to this day, and it still works. It still shoots, but trying to hone the velocity into the right place without some different power tubes and some springs and I don't which I don't know if I still have I'm sure I do all right I'm gonna call John Amadeo out he says my favorite cocker is the one that broke down that I was playing against all right John let's okay John, are we we're, to, we're, can, we're can talking we ban people on Facebook and just boot them no? I tried unfortunately um, so John the question is what is the best paintball gun? Hands down. That's that's how we worded it. So if you were to pick one, John, one gun, um, going around the horn, Joe was saying he, he was either agreeing with me with an EMAC or maybe his Bush Bushmaster. Bushmaster. Gavin was saying 
his autococker sniper two. Uh, we haven't got to Josh yet, but I, I'm curious to hear from you because this is your second or third year playing, and maybe you would have some. It's nice to get the input from the little fellows like that. <laughs> yeah, the, what would the, the Bushmaster be called if it was from Brazil? Stri- Stripmaster. Matt didn't like the, that. He almost smirked. He did. Look, he's smirking. The land no, he's strip. gum aggressively. <laughs> I got a gum guy if you need any. Uh, the only problem with that gum is, though, gum. it's a little low many. Mike Wolf says Bushmaster is the master. Yeah. But then it goes back back to my comment that I answered. Sorry, I'm taking up people's things. And uh, better answer, Charles Arthur Kennedy, the wax master. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Please go ahead. So, well done, you know, Charles. Pe- people are saying you know DM eleven or whatever, but I think not everyone's been playing paintball since the very beginning. Like, how many people can say they actually played that played paintball with an L spot 007 and shot oil based paintballs at people? So, if you look at the evolutionary process, you really have to really really have to think about what. You know what changed? Like you can go back to a field operator point of view, and think of a stingray. Shit, look at that! It brought yep. it brought inexpensive, reasonably reliable semi-automatics to the hand of the com- yeah. to the player, and it was really a polymer body, easy to clean, easy to maintain. <laughs> How about Amazonian invisible people tribe marker? <laughs> yeah. Josh, um, we're gonna get to you, but I want to. Uh, John Amadeus says uh, that's impossible uh, to choose one, but he'll go with the Phantom as the best gun of its day. Phantom over Sterling? Hmm. Phantom. Yeah. The Phantom people got to John. You can clearly <laughs> see it. Yeah. They're holding him hostage. <laughs> Blink twice same with, your, same with the egg people. Yeah. All right, uh, Josh, what do you think? Your best. Uh, hands down, I think um, this marker was released at the wrong time. I think it was released a couple years later. It would have taken off even more than it did. It is the most underrated marker too, and that's the Resurrection. You know what, Josh? That is uh, that's a pretty big contender. I think that would be up there on my top five for sure. Because that was a great package. The res, yes, it's a fancy, phenomenal fancy package. package. Everything you have is the only marker I bought where I haven't changed anything. Yeah, I think I bought the lighter hammer from Simon one year or something. Wow, but, look at that. Oh my goodness. That, the prop, there you go. The, the props department. Yeah. Excellent uh, barrel one system. one on the wall right behind you. Okay, and I mean that. Excellent <laughs> barrel system in it. It came out tuned. It was ready to go. It was everything I always wanted my autococker to be. It was slightly smaller, smaller profile, slightly lighter weight. Yeah. It just... And I, I took it out of the box and I shot it and I was like, this is home. This fits well. It feels great. It's phenomenal. If I didn't... God damn it. If I didn't think Emac was the best or the like, number one, a great I would, marker. I would agree is. with Hands Josh. Down. I no, think that's, like, no question at all. that's top five for sure. Uh, that's number one in the world because of the limited it edition behind the, the bunker. That's right. Shoot too, but think there. about this. If that marker came out two years later, when the mounds came out and the classic came out and the, oh, uh, like this mechanical, <laughs> the mechanical division started making a comeback, that would have been huge. Yeah. Do you like the mounds when they're grassed over or do you like them when they're like just built? I like a I like the Brazilian mouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is a, I have one of these. Where's your safety? 
Uh, I haven't put it on. This is my safety, sir. So that gun, I don't even know if it works. I haven't aired it up. I, I sent that off to um, Aesthetic Anodizing, and they did that for me and put behind the bunker on it. It's never been fired since. I, as I say, I've never aired it up. I just sort of put it back together. Uh, I think you put the, the nail behind it. You know it, what right? I'm going to do? I'm going to talk to the talk Keep to going, Tyler yep, right at Aesthetic Anodizing and see if he'll take my Resurrection Autococker and make it Tiger Stripe. Ooh. Now that's crazy talk. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Uh, that's pretty damn good. If you get yours done in Tiger Stripe, it turns out well. I'm gonna get mine done in all terrain Tiger Stripe. Ooh, oh, I you. want polka dot. <laughs> Fleck tarn, I think, is what it's actually called. <laughs> polka dot is. <laughs> no. You know what I may do instead? Isn't I that may... Swedish for polka dot. Fleck tarn. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, German for polka dot. Sorry, my mistake. While you guys are having your Swedish meatballs, can I tell you're, you about Planet Eclipse? From point man to podium, Planet Eclipse performance paintball hardware and gear is designed, manufactured, and perfected to operate when the pressure is on or when there's no pressure at all. Get Planet Eclipse and perform. E.g., the Smoke Grenade Company has been providing the players, the playmakers, the photographers, and the storytellers with battlefield brilliance, brilliant colors, and creating wonderfully brilliant tales since 2005. Make sure your new adve- next adventure includes E.g., Hashtag pop smoke. Air ups give inflation a whole new meaning. Designed and manufactured and handcrafted in America by Brent Davis and his team, they have stainless steel hardware, thick welded seams, and will keep everybody in play all day. Get air ups and stay up at airups.com. Sorry, I'm looking for my old read. Ruthless was not. Yeah, it's not on my sheets. Boring. There's the old one. There we go. Uh, Rome was not built in the day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully supplemented team packages. Everything you need to look oh so good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your good looks. Exalt. Taking accessories and gear to the next level. Get Exalt for the next level design, products, and materials. Whether you're a beginner, upgrading, or a pro breaking out, get Exalt, which is available worldwide. DLX Technologies, creators of the TM40 marker and accessories used by some of the best. Light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available from DLX. Ride 519. Whether you're sidewalk surfing... Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> the wrong one. Whether you're riding on pavement, pathway, sand, or gravel, you can blaze your own trail with a one wheel. And before you ride off into the sunset or sunrise, use the promo code BTB10 to save 10% off your new ride at ride509.com. Everything's bigger in Texas. It is at Tank's Big Man Adventure Park, Houston's one stop for all ages action. Tank's hits the targets every time with jelly ball, low impact, regular paintball, airsoft, and axe throwing. Book your next adventure with the big man. Get Tank's. Thanks for nothing. It is time, Josh. Thanks for nothing. Let's crack that bay mm. be open. I would like to have some sauerkraut. My uh, oh, my palate. Yeah. Oh, you got it? Yeah. Nice. So remember how the studio Can smells you smell now? that at home? I'll hold this in my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> We're going to have to remember how it smelled before this moment. So here we go. Um, while we're uh, waiting for that, um, thank you guys for being patient with us the last couple of weeks. We took a week off, and then we took uh, uh, a Roger mandatory week off last week, although we did put our podcast out, even though we couldn't stream because our internet was sucky. How is our internet tonight? Have we dropped anything? 
Uh, no, it's actually pretty good tonight. Did not you ever hear one. anything from Rogers? I did not. Oh, I did not. Um, is that enough to give to Gavin? He is allergic to cabbage. <laughs> is it strong? I haven't haven't been doled out a portion yet. And I'm, I'm going to send some over to Matt. Send it to Matt. No, thank you. <laughs> no, you got it. You have to try. Go Matt on the full no, send. I'm Let's okay. go, bud. Okay, I will have. It'll it smells from... of a Bavarian fest hall. <laughs> if I try and eat that, it'll stop Shanks. smelling like sauerkraut and start smelling like vomit. <laughs> it's 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 it's, it's like a newly it's super minted good for you. Fest hall mixed with like last year's unwashed lederhosen. Skip <laughs> <laughs> you guys, man. So okay, so how it so tingles the nostrils. So how do you make this, Josh? Uh, you shred up cabbage, white cabbage, and then you put salt on, and then you squish it, and you put it in a jar. That's it's it? Got, uh, yeah. No vinegar, no... Nope. It's fermented. It's not vinegar. It's not hmm. pickled. It's fermented. To be honest with you, I, I don't hate it. I like so, it. So what... It's like... It's ideally, not- what you do is you get like a crock... And then you like the shoe. put the cabbage in there, uh, similar but with less holes. Hmm. <laughs> and then you put the cabbage on, then you put a rock on the top, and then it goes through uh, its own fermentation process, and it gives off um, um, sort of like a bad smell. Kissel says you should also leave it out in the sun for a while. <laughs> I don't know about the sun, <laughs> but um, yeah, and then after a while, you can, you can just, uh, after about seven days, you just put it in a... in a canning jar, and away you go. Mike Wolf says, easy way to heal your body without medications. <laughs> You old people need to eat it. Good for your tummy. <laughs> it is. It's phenomenal for your tummy. You know what? It, it's actually really good, Josh. The one thing I'm, I'm, I'm put, I, I'm that, that put me off right away is that it's not squishy like it mushy. It's like it's not mushy. This is actually like you can taste taste the cabbage. Yeah. Oh, I can smell from here. <laughs> and here's the thing: this was made probably three months ago. Hmm. Still crunchy. Mikey Everett gave away our syndication location. It isn't on the Peacock. It is on the Food Network now. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's pretty good. Thomas Burke says, dang, now I can't wait for Oktoberfest. Wunderbar. So where we live, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Every one, of the, one of the, here. I think it's second largest. Third. It's, not. Third. it's the third now. Brazil has. Brazil's always been bigger. Have they been? Uh-huh. Okay, well. Used to be the second. A lot of things are bigger in Brazil. Yeah, so we're one of the largest, third largest, apparently, uh, places outside of Germany and now Brazil to celebrate Oktoberfest. So, I mean, for us in the fall, sauerkraut's everywhere. Um, Oktoberfest sausages are everywhere. Big ass pretzels, baby, and hot mustard. Ah, yes. Yummy. Yeah. There's some beer in there, too, somewhere. And you should see Josh in a dirndl. Oh boy. Frau Joshua. <laughs> Kitchener, Ontario, in fact, used to be called Berlin. It did. Waterloo. No, no, no it was Kitchener. Kitchener. Was it Kitchener? Kitchener. I thought Waterloo was Wasn't Berlin. it Little Berlin, though? No, it was Berlin. No, it was Berlin. Was it really? Berlin, yeah. oh. Berlin proper. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and then things got squirrely in 45. They're like, ah, we're going to do some uh, rebranding. I think it was 1918, wasn't it? During the second, First World War. Second, I think. I gotta Google it. Uh, That's a good question. Yeah, that was second, 1935, I thought. Yes, Lisa, it is Krautfest, baby. <laughs> uh. So, 
I'm going to apologize to our team this week. Matt, I got a little bit of crouch juice left. You want it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We are going to feature our team next week. We had uh, technical issues at the top of the show, so we skipped over because we didn't know if we were going to get 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 to it. So next week, we have a team feature, which we'll get to. Um, 1916, I was right. We yes. also have Prices Right from two um, weeks ago we haven't got sure. to, so we'll get to that maybe next, next week as well. Um, the crowd is giving you brain juice. <laughs> Uh, Keith Kissel says the small town of Wayne Newton, Donkashane. Donkashane. <laughs> that was the second. 346 ballot. people voted for Berlin to be renamed. Out of. I don't know. Didn't they throw the Kaiser's head into Victoria Park? <laughs> they threw the Kaiser's head into a bout of sauerkraut and he drowned. Well, it's because people were wearing an onion on their belt. That was the style <laughs> at the time. It was. Weren't they just a nickel back then? You say, give us five bees for a quarter. Mike Thompson said that Brazil is where they went. Yes, many of the... Argentina. Useless ramblings that don't go anywhere. Argentina as well. That or NASA. Bolivia. And if you ever look at the docuseries Finding Hitler, uh, there were large pockets in Argentina that was exclusively German-speaking. I thought it still is. Yeah, that is like... It, it is just like a 1940s Germany. Yeah, they I said even, the, was, even the houses, the house yeah. designs, everything. They really? said even if you go into like the people's houses, there's pictures of Grandpa hanging up there in his Hugo Boss and Star uniform still and, to, to today. And uh, it is family heirlooms wearing the white gloves as they expose the cutlery yeah. and the plates and stuff like that. Yep. They're so embossed. Oh, Joe, has, uh, yeah. fix your mic. Dan Hardy just says, fix your mic. <laughs> he didn't want to get crouch on it. Joe's been rambling on about onions on his belt for 10 minutes and no one knew. No one knew. Um, has, has anyone seen the show on um, Amazon Prime called Hunters? That sort of delves yes. into where some of the um, more radicalized people from the Vineland areas went after the Second World War. How was that? That was pretty politically correct. That was, yeah. yeah. Still sought after today are the crates of candy more than the gold. Named mm. Pervitin? Yep. Oh, that's, that's a great candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only uh, had one and it didn't sleep for three days. You're no kidding. Well, you know, Josh, we were teasing you and riding you pretty hard over the last uh, few months, but uh, you delivered, my friend. It was a very good crowd. I appreciate very good it. Thank count. you. Okay, but okay. So, before oh, no, you get no, all, here's, here's no, no, this. no, don't take credit for it. Do you guys know that if you go up this and just touch it, there used to be a label here. I believe this was Strubs. Fix. Yeah, Strubs. <laughs> yes, Fix. Yeah. Um, I actually was excited to get ready to go to the show last week, and I got it out, and I put my car keys on top, and I wrapped the strap from my laptop bag around it so I would not forget it, and then I got called into work. <laughs> So I actually dropped it off. We're aware, yeah. And then yeah. We, we waited for you to be here. So you no. would take the first bite Couldn't just in case. We put it in your chair by the microphone and uh, we asked its opinion just as often as we normally do yours. And so we you didn't really it over it anyways. <laughs> we <No>. did. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that or sauerkraut. You know what, Todd? We missed an opportunity. We could have had the kraut in front of the mic. <laughs> now, for right. next year, um, I, I'm actually starting to make sausages. So do sausage and sauerkraut. And you're not doing it in my apartment. I'm sorry. I thought you were watching videos. No, no. At a yard sale, I actually found the album that that song is from. vinyl? I had that on vinyl. I had it on Apple, my Apple Music. I deleted the app because I'm just using another service right now. But 
I'll have to look it up, uh, what the name of the song is, but I, I downloaded that because I just wanted to randomly play that as I'm driving around yep. <laughs> listening to sausage music. Um, I was super stoked. I tracked down someone who had a record player and it sounds like shit because it's scratched but at least I, I have the album means they played it a lot uh, oh mike, yeah mike says behind the asmr podcast it's a lot of potatoes. i hope i'm not chewing into the mic i'm trying not to and you hopefully are. no i pushed mine away i didn't watch the crouch just <laughs> no, yours that crunchy it picks it up i know i moved my mic above you know when you're forehead. camping and you don't have access to, well, you don't bring your toothbrush and you're, you, you don't, what? you don't know who uh, doesn't no, bring your toothbrush. Okay, I just use that don't as, a, skip as over that as if you just said it and it didn't happen. <laughs> Camping. But you, you, if you eat like a carrot or something, it kind of like you get that, whatever this sour, this sauerkraut is like, it's like sticking to the outside, not sticking, but it's like abrasively brushing my teeth. It's the acid. <laughs> it probably. Yeah. There may not have teeth left at the end of this. That's sodium in it. I actually don't mind this at all. This is not that I thought it was going to be terrible, but I I like this. It's two tablespoons. I, I can admit of, it. I so, can admit it. I thought it was going to be terrible. I, I didn't think it was going to be terrible, but like sauerkraut is mushy and salty, and it's good. But like this is this is not even sauerkraut. Like this is. I would say this is the first real sauerkraut I've had. I've had the commercial exactly, version. Yeah. Um, this is sauerkraut, not pickled cabbage. So well done. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful for you, Josh, for bringing that in and, and expanding my palate. Uh, if you guys want to sweat a lot, too, and swear at me more, I also have pickled jalapenos. No. Or fermented oh, I would, jalapenos. Try, I would like to try those. And I've got some chipotles, too, if you want. I would try. I would like to try those. If I was nice. a younger man. Yeah. Well, we're not going to eat, eat them like an apple. We're just going to have a piece of them. I can't do it anymore. Um, yeah. I, would like, I would like to try show, I was just going to say, you know what? <laughs> But you know what? We screw it. We're live on, on. We're finally live on Facebook and YouTube. So screw the after show. We're gonna ke- let the Facebook take our bandwidth. Screw it. Let it roll, baby. Let it roll, baby. So if you guys teeth. are done and not wanting to listen to anything other than paintball stuff, sign out now. Mm. But we're gonna ramble for the next few minutes. And why wouldn't you give that warning at the head of the show? Because that's exactly what <laughs> happens each and every week. We may mention the word paintball yeah. and go off on every yeah. other tangent. I will tell you, my well, wife it is and your I. Birthday, so. Uh, yes, it was. It, uh, Todd's birthday oh, was on crap. Saturday. Yes. Uh, it's fine. No uh, one was supposed to know. I knew. Um, it was on my phone, and I forgot to text you. Did, did you see the dates in my Joe's post? No. Here, let me go in my Joe post. Todd, can I have a moment? You can have a moment. I was just going to tell you guys about uh, a, a show that Eclipse. I've been watching. No, go ahead. Fubar? Diplomat. Diplomat. Okay, I've heard I've, it's good. It's actually watched. not bad. We're 30 episodes in, and... Although we don't fully follow everything that's going on because they're throwing all these people's names at you and their positions and, and stuff from different countries and stuff. What's yeah, your favorite ca- position? Cialis, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Mm. Okay, here, Todd. But so far, so good. So uh, every some of you that follow me or are friends with me on Facebook, whether you want to admit it or not, you may look at my post posts every day. So I've been at it. I've been adding history on it. So in 1973, a new genre of humans was born. But then I went on to the um, National Days and Observances. So it's um, the, some of the observances for June 3rd were Genre Appreciation Day, Ride a One Wheel on Your Birthday Day, National Flying Machine Day, Plan Your Lunch Day, um, National Say Phew Day, National Check Your Solar Panel Day, Maybe Have a Sealer Day, 
Caesar day, eat some dark chocolate day, say I reckon day, and it's not over day, and wish Todd a happy birthday day, and mm. national pick a nude topic for a podcast day. Seems to be every day. Well, yep. Yep. Todd, no, I that appreciate was your that. Birthday. Was well done. So Neb Nellis says he wants to bring me back a bottle of Matuk's fermented Scotch bonnet hot sauce. Oh, my friend, I love the hot sauce. It no longer loves me. Mm. Uh, something changed when I uh, uh, when I aged, and I can no longer do the spice. So um, I can only sniff the sauces. But. Spice must flow. Well, uh, yeah. So on my birthday, I had a horrible Caesar. Um, horrible. We, my wife and I went out for dinner. Fantastic dinner. But I ordered a Caesar, and it was full of um, horseradish because it's their restaurant's signature thing, and I didn't read the menu i just assumed it was a and it was like you know when you're it just looked like 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 a snow globe when you're mixing it so i had to wait for it all to settle and i and when you're paying premium dollar for a restaurant for a caesar you get pissed off when you can't finish it but whatever and then yeah anyways we won't get into it but uh yeah so that was a bit of a upset for that but i had a steak yeah it was nice Sadly, though, when you can cook steak at home, I not sound like a guy, but we cook steak at least once or twice a week at our house because we but we all we all love it. We don't have to be steak's not expensive, depending on on your cut. But I still say we can cook one better on a barbecue to our liking than we can at some restaurants. Right, right. Um, And at the restaurant, like when we go to our butcher, it's whatever's that's on sale that we get because again we eat at least once a week a steak. So sometimes it's sirloin, strip loin, whatever. But um, at the restaurant, it was okay. But again, you kind of feel guilty paying like 40 bucks or whatever it is for a steak at a restaurant. And then, yeah. I was, away this, I was away this weekend and went to, just randomly happened to go to a fiddle. Oh, okay. Identical menu, obviously, at all the fiddles are... Like Firkins. The, 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 no, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Firkins. Uh, and it was a superior dining experience than, uh, than our local Were the nachos here. burned? Uh, no, um, the, the potato skins portions were smaller, yeah. but presentation, quality, everything. Somebody is cooking with love in that kitchen. Yeah, that's too bad. And not cooking with anger. It's clearly not bad. Paco who keeps leaving elastic bands in my salad. Neb Nellis is ribeye to I, till I die. Yes, Joe and I have a an, an infatuation with a place in Florida that has really good ribeyes, and it's it's the seasoning and the way they cook yes, it. Yes, it it's is. It's just fantastic. Um, but I would say ribeye is probably my favorite cut. About half a cow last year, and, uh, and? my entire freezer, I was going to ask what her name. My was. entire freezer is full of like T bones and T bone. Why no T bone? <laughs> you know, I, no I bet it's, uh, it's. I bet it's not. Well, actually, it's not. It's not entirely full anymore. I've eaten about a quarter of it. I think you should bring steak and let us try the steak you talk about. So I once had like a, in the sous vide and then on the grill and then yeah. Down the I once had a uh, a full cow, uh, chopped up in every sort of manner that you can, um, and had it in a big 1970s chest freezer. I had steak like every like day, chests. steak and eggs. Yep. You would be. How are you still alive? You would be amazed <laughs> at how much meat comes off of a full cow. Yeah. Uh, I would never do that again. Was that your steak and cheese only diet? That was... <laughs> I would, but I was also... It was the summer of Gavin. But I was also like, you know, what am I going to do with it? I started handing out meat. Like, it was yeah. like mints. Yeah. Oh, you, you can use some ground beef, can't you? Yeah. Boom. There's that's, a lot of beef. Well, that's why you're doing quarter at a time, like, There's too, a lot right? of beef cuts I don't think I would eat, so I don't know if that makes sense. But I'm like, I'm a picky beef eater, so I, I, don't, I don't know. But I don't, it's amazing the stuff that you can get for a really good price. 
if you're willing to Google how to cook it and try it. <laughs> that does not sound. But like you can get beef tongue, right? Like uh, tricky one to tricky one to cook. <laughs> surprisingly larger than you think it would be, but you know, I think it was like a fifty cents. Sorry, Bonachick. When he says he was handing out his meat, I should have. Yes, you are right. Yeah. Where's um Keith Kissel live? Because he shops at Safeways, either in California. He made he said. a mention. Pardon? Something gave my butcher at the Safeway, but for my steak. Here, I'll bring up the. Yeah, yeah. yeah but where's Keith? I don't know. Flip? Like, we get a Keith, cow, cow in California. Okay, hey, what is a London Safeway. broil? I keep hearing about a London broil. No idea what is that is. Is it just like ribs with like goo in the middle, like uh, like breadcrumbs and onions and peppers and stuff, and then they wrap it. With like ribs and then cook it like that, or is that a roll? That's a rolled I rib, I guess. <laughs> Tongue tacos in LA says Dylan. Oh my! I bet you that'd be probably pretty uh, good. Okay, so London tacos, you got it, baby. <laughs> Sounds great, actually. <laughs> London broil is a ground meat patty wrapped in flank or round steak, known as uh, also known as a London broil. Oh, hmm. yeah, hmm. that's interesting. I do love this steak talk. I do, I'm hungry. I had dinner. We had oh. pork chops, and now I could. Oh, I, was, I, could I was saying before the show. For the first time ever, I did uh, pulled chicken on the okay. smoker, yeah. and it actually turned out well. Really? I've I, every time I cook something on the chicken on the smoker, it does not go well. Mm. But yeah, mesquite chips in there and pulled pork tacos. My Fantastic. wife a couple years ago bought a, a Weber grill, like the ones that you put the charcoal briquettes in it. Mm-hmm. And I got so excited because like, there's nothing better than a charcoal briquette smell. Like, yeah, when maybe you have the a Indy 500. So we, <laughs> we <laughs> fired that up and put on some burgers, I think it was, and some chicken. And aside from it taking three times longer than a regular barbecue, I didn't taste any difference. And but, I was so the, upset. But it's I the was, smell. It's the nostalgia. Yes, I yeah, remember exactly. dad in the back in the, with the hibachi and all of that. Um, yeah, 100%. He would burn it to shit, but it was still, you know, it was that's the smell of my childhood. That's my dad, I okay. Never, I've tried it. And it took like three hours to get hamburgers. I'm like, how did anybody ever burn anything on this? This is so yeah. stupid. So my my dad's favorite restaurant, and this is we don't have many more here. I know there's some in the states, but don't the say Ponderosa. Ponderosa. Yes, <laughs> yes. But my dad would go up to the counter, and I and he would go, "Can I have a steak?" And 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 before she could ask, he would say, "Extra well done." And I had no idea. Like I just assumed that's how people cooked their steak because I had like I lived at home. And that's what it was. And then I started going out with people in my teens, and people would ordering them like medium, medium rare, and I'm like. I was grossed out by it. And for years, I wouldn't touch anything other than a well-done steak. And then my wife started, you know, cooking it and and I started eating it. And wow, that's not even steak. Steak is, steak's meant to be pink and red, not... I think we had the same childhood. Uh, My dad used to serve as hockey pucks and I just thought that's the way it was. Yeah, (laughs) and that's why I never ordered a steak when I went to a restaurant. I had no idea chicken wasn't chewy. (laughs) (laughs) But I I had a fantastic story from college. I I had a bunch of roommates. We all live in like this pot of six people, right? Is that an orgy? The one guy was in uh, (laughs) culinary class. Yeah, yeah. And we went over to the one guy's family so we could use the barbecue and his mom was there and all that. And so... He, the culinary guy is doing he's doing like loaded baked potatoes he's got steak he's like he's doing all that right and he gets these steaks done and they're perfectly like medium rare the glisten like he cooked it in garlic butter like just like you taste but your cheeks are tingling already haven't even been it yet his mom looks at him and goes oh 
this is raw and gets up and like throws it in the microwave Holy and shit, like my mom do the it same for thing. three more minutes uh, and he's like, at the table going oh, for fuck. same thing so my mom like so then when we started cooking steaks really embarrassing my dad showing him you don't have to kill it right? <laughs> it's already dead uh, and then so my mom was like it's bleeding yeah. you're gonna kill somebody yeah. Yeah. Blood the on my plate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, even to this day i still won't want my steak medium like I want oh, really? it pink, I want it a little bit bloody, but I don't want it because if I order I it medium blue, rare, yeah. yeah, if I order it medium rare, some restaurants will do it perfect and it's perfect. Other restaurants will cook undercook it, and I just I would rather enjoy my steak slightly overcooked. But even medium isn't overcooked, like comparatively speaking. No. Like if you do medium well, you've ruined your steak. Absolutely. Yeah, me, you know, yeah. I, I I learned this from uh, a man who works at a very fr- fancy restaurant. Whenever you order your steak, get it cut. Mm. Ask for it sliced, sliced into medallions or something, because the and second whoever salt on it? yeah <laughs> the salt, but whoever cuts it will have seen that steak. Yeah, and then if you uh, the waitress brings it out and go, I asked for medium rare for, for medium. You don't even have to touch it, and they already know. Yeah. I'm sure I've told this story before, but when I when I dislocated and ripped my shoulder apart, no, when speedball broke your shoulder, yeah, yeah. my uh, my family had a vacation planned, and it was a couple days later, and. Uh, so my wife who was pregnant and we had a very young child at the time and my arm was in a sling my right arm and we went to a nice restaurant while we were away and i ordered a steak and the lady looks at me she goes would you like me to have the the chef cut it for you i'm like i didn't even think about it i just assumed my wife would cut my food for me right (laughs) because that's what unfortunately that's what what, that that's what has happened the the, the previous couple days right because like you can't do it right yeah did she chew it and regurgitate it for you? <laughs> yeah. Like a bird? Yeah, she did. But they came out and they had it all sliced up and presented, and it was almost a nicer steak because of it. Right? Yeah. The presentation was better. It, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, if whatever. you ask for it sliced in the kitchen, they can't hide anything. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, like, it, the chef wasn't going to get upset because obviously I was injured. Like, it wasn't that I was being a picky person. And it's also yeah. not like I ordered it with ketchup or HP sauce. Yeah. Right. So I'm surprised they still have HP sauce at steak joints, but people still slather, people still it, slather on. it on. I can't, I, I can't say anything. There's a, there's a person in my life who smothers their steak in ketchup. Ketchup, really? Yeah, catsup. I can understand barbecue sauce. I can. Like, if you cook your Why steak, are you putting anything and then on put it? a little bit on it, maybe. But I also, I'm a big fan of putting chimichurri on a steak, and that okay. is the okay. world's greatest treat, next to a oh, garden, garden treat. <laughs> no, and uh, horseradish on a steak is oh, the world's greatest. Oh, bite treat. your tongue. Horseradish deserves to be in one place, and that's in a sealed jar. What? You like horseradish? Seriously? I, I like the horseradish. Uh, on that it's note, spicy cabbage. I don't like it. <laughs> it is forbidden cabbage. Um, I will say I love HP sauce in mashed potatoes. Oh. I don't know what it is mixing it in mashed potatoes. I'm so That's grateful right now that people are still watching. <laughs> so I don't know why they are. Kissel brings so up, boring. he says, the Texas Roadhouse, you can pick out your cut. Um, and that's the place that we go to in Florida. I know it's a franchise and it's a cop out, but it was good. But in in Chicago, Joe and I went to a place called um, Capital Grill. No, no, Capital Chicago uh, Joliet. Uh, oh, Al Steakhouse. Yeah, it was an old timey place where they had rickety wooden carts with your salads coming out on them, and all the seniors <laughs> were eating there. 
And it, it was a four p.m. It was yeah yeah. If you had a four p.m., it was which packed. means there was a coupon. <laughs> yeah, but it was a really good experience there. It's funny how you find these little hidden gems. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. One of my favorite steak places is Jackson's. The steak frites oh. there were not all yeah. that terrible, and the yeah. deviled eggs on top of that was just mm, icing on the cake. Yeah. So maybe HP sauce is not in, a, in the United States of America. So HP sauce is like a tableside barbecue sauce. It's not even but it's barbecue. Meant it's for steak. It's like no, it's made it's, by yeah, Leon Perrins, is it? It's got to be like Worcestershire sauce in it as well. Yeah. Uh, HP is a British brown sauce. Oh. Brown. The ingredients of which are tomato and timid extract. Mm. Neb Nellis' Weber Grill in Chicago. We've been there, too. It is fantastic. <laughs> Al's Steakhouse is an enduring, up, up sta- upscale, enduring American eatery featuring steak and seafood dishes, plus a bar and Sunday brunch. I love when they call a place an eatery. An enduring. Yeah. It's so, like a bar should be a drinkery. A few years back, I went to... Boozery. Uh, I went, <laughs> went to Chop Steakhouse um, in Mississauga. Okay. And ordered steak... And it was not to my liking. I still had a hankering for steak, so the next day I wanted to go into Chuck's Roadhouse. I had an incredible steak at Chuck's Roadhouse. Isn't it funny how sometimes, like, do you have a working evil omen too? <laughs> I do, yes. Yeah. There, I got paintball in the after show. We're good. We were somewhere, my wife and I, and I ordered a steak. She goes, You ordered a steak here? Like, this place isn't going to have a good steak. And sure, shit, it came out. It was great. Yep. And when she said that to me, I looked at my, like, I looked at it and went, You know what? I shouldn't have. You're right. That was a big mistake. And nope, it was yep. awesome. It turned out super awesome. I don't, I don't know where we were. I'm, I forget what the name of the restaurant is, but it's something something steakhouse. But everyone always drops the steakhouse like off it. And I went and I ordered a steak, and people were looking at me like, "What are you doing? You don't order steak here." And I'm like, "It says it's a steakhouse on the outside of the steak came, and it was great." Two weeks later, I was at the keg. I ordered a baseball steak, worst steak I've ever had. So you got a baseball? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. I don't know what was. I don't know where they How cut that from, but that was not a baseball steak. steak. I'm sorry. How can you cook a baseball steak properly though? Like. Mm. It's it's so a medium. Thick. It's a perfect medium rare steak. That's the point. Yeah, just sear on the outside, baby. Okay, so yep. here, turning it aside separately here, okay. I, the place I ordered the steak from was at a pasta joint. If you guys were at a oh. Italian play, or like, would you rather have Can like you start a, saying Italian? It's Italian. Italian. Yeah. <laughs> would it's you rather Italian have a treat. pasta dish, or would you rather have a red meat? Depends. Pasta. It's got to go with pasta, baby. Really? Yeah. See, I depends. Would, you know how many pasta joints don't make their own pasta fresh? If your own pasta joint doesn't make your pasta fresh, forget it. You're not a pasta host. Yeah, I guess. I just, I'm not a pasta guy. I would rather have a red meat. I would even have like a chicken parmesan before I had like an all pasta, pasta? dish, but. I'd eat city pizza before I went to a pasta Bon chick, bite your tongue. Thank you. Thank you, Bon chick. <laughs> You've got our back. Yeah. Actually, the tiger stripe hoodie would be a good thing to wear to a pasta <laughs> joint because if you slathered sauce on you up by accidental, that's true. how are you eating pasta? <laughs> you gotta like wipe your hands <laughs> on your shirt. Have Milo. you not seen Lady in the Tramp? Yeah, <laughs> but don't they <laughs> seen like the one the noodles and Devin's for wiping what it's like to have young kids. <laughs> that is true. Yes. Keith Kissel says, "I ain't no Olive Garden steak boy." <laughs> 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 all right, I'm gonna. Okay, I want you guys at home to boycott Olive Garden. Okay, no. Okay, while we're on shitty restaurants like Olive Garden. Um, someone posted this up the other day and I got to thinking about it and I, it actually this is not what's bothering me. They were in front of a red lobster and they said, how is this place still open? I've never seen anybody go in and I've never heard of anybody eating at a red lobster. 
Has anybody been to a Red Lobster like in the last 10 years? The one years? that we um, have in Kitchener is packed. Like there's always, always people, people lying to get in. I haven't either. The last one I went there? Yeah. The last one I went to Red Lobster in Kitchener uh, was when my brother-in-law oh. from Australia came up. And he was so excited about going because he's heard about Red Lobster and all... <laughs> All the movies and stuff like that. It's, for the it's, biscuits. it's interesting. Ameri- like a North American reference. I'm like, you live in the ocean. <laughs> you come to the middle of the city and you, you expect good seafood. He was disappointed and rightly so. Wait, yeah. Okay. So our family used to vacation in PEI all the time, Prince Edward Island. Lobster galore everywhere, right? We went there, we ate lobster, we ate lobster, we ate clams, we ate mussels, we ate fish, you know, everything. Lobster stuff, rolls. Right? For like an entire, like, we had lobster flavored potato chips. Like, Two weeks of everything seafood and potatoes. Then we came back and like two weeks later, my sister's like, I really, really want to go to Red Lobster. Really want to go to Red Lobster. We went to Red Lobster. I threw everything up on the way home. Mm. It was disgusting. She was so angry. It was like, we just ate lobster and PEI for two weeks. Like you could see the lobster come off the boat and go into the back door of the restaurant. and It was on your plate and 10 minutes later, like doesn't get any better than that and then we went yeah. to red lobster Dan right? so hardy is a man after my heart he says all you can eat crab legs that's when, right when red lobster used to have that that's we what would the, go, mandarin's for. Oh, the mandarin as well yeah yeah um keith kissel thank you my friend long john silvers so go. joe and i went to uh paintball extravaganza and took a side project to a long john silvers we did it was a combination what was it a combination was long a, john silvers and kfc maybe KFC? oh dear god what a mix i, I guess taco so. bell kfc is the same no, thing no it's kfc because it was deep fried yeah you're right yeah but it was fantastic okay i thought you were going somewhere else with that <laughs> no it Not was actually okay we were like Cracklins. we knew Cracklins, baby like we knew we were loosening our belts yeah. we knew we were going to be paying for it and we knew that like, this was like a rush back to the hotel after we've eaten thing <laughs> <laughs> but it was so worth it. I'm. I. I it was I'm, pretty good. I, I'm so jealous that you guys still have active red uh, uh, long john silvers near you. We don't. And Bonchick remembers when Red Lobster served hush puppies instead of cheddar biscuits. I know the biscuits are the best. So we I have like a box puppies. of Cheddar Bay biscuit mix from Red Lobster in our pantry. The we, goodness we, of yeah. the b- biscuits. I, I found a recipe online. It's actually really, really spot on. It's fantastic. And yeah. you know what? Uh, your appeal from last week, nobody has submitted anything in terms of a good hush puppy recipe. Ah, That's right. Yeah, yeah. A&W, Long John Silvers, and Baskin Robbins. I do like me a good teen burger now and again. We're going off the rails. Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen. An hour. Hopefully yeah, you guys enjoyed the show. Hopefully you got something out of it. Hopefully you guys are now looking for all you can eat crab restaurant seafood. So I don't know. My wife and I stayed up all night one night driving around town looking for an all you can eat seafood restaurant <laughs> without any luck. <laughs> we went to a really good like seafood place when we went to OXCC too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being on the show. Gavin, thank you for being with us. Great to be here, folks. And I am now starving and looking for the That's nearest so Long John Silvers. Uh, <laughs> let me gra- dust off the passport and cross the border and uh, get some of the crack lids and hush puppies. Thanks for joining us, folks. And uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to have our mailing address and send some <laughs> crack likes, let us know. Thank you, Joe, for being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in tonight and enduring our food talk and paintball talk. Uh, great, great questions. Uh, thanks, everyone, for answering the uh, question this week and follow next week's show. The breaded hush puppy chicken strip fish of death. <laughs> Keith Kissel. And thank you, Josh, for being on the show. No, thank you. And if anybody's uh, interested, the Red Lobster in Kitchener closes at 10. 
Um, I know where we're if going. You head there tonight. We will not be there. <laughs> and it's a, Red biscuits. Lobster is a lively chain restaurant serving American seafood standards amid New England themed decor. Yeah, there yep. you go. Thank you very much for pushing all the buttons, yep. and we'll see you guys next week.